As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to today's edition of Reflection on the Word with Richard Kay. I'm Chuck Christie, and today we are asking you to spend a few moments of your time with us each day as Richard shares from God's Word with notes, quotes, and stories, along with some of his own personal experiences, to confirm for you God's great love for us, that His compassion for us never fails, and that He has a great faithfulness toward us in every regard. Now, if you miss a portion of today's broadcast or would like to recommend it to a friend, You can hear this program anytime online at talknetworkradio.com. Well, now here's Richard with today's reflection. Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by His vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the tactics of the devil. For our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world powers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. And this is why you must take up the full armor of God, so that you may be able to resist in the evil day, and having prepared everything to stand, take your stand. Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 10 through 13. We talked yesterday about disciplines, disciplines of a soldier. A soldier actually trains so that he is ready for 
combat. When we look at the disciplines, these are the preparations for our readiness for combat. We talked about them. We know that they are involved in all the areas of our life. They're physical and spiritual disciplines. We talked about how many of these disciplines are given to us as a privilege because we know that these things will help us to become more like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We know, too, that since we have been purchased by his sacrifice, we are now his and we are given his purpose in this life. So reviewing the disciplines, we're able to see that we have a process of developing in the areas of our disciplines. There's diet and nutrition, both physical and spiritual. We talked about how we must feed our spirit so that we are able to continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus. We talked about the exercise, that we need to put those things that we have learned and that he has commanded into practice. We must do those things to be prepared to take the good news that Satan has been defeated Jesus is victorious, and we can set the captives free. The Bible states that if we ask anything of God according to his will, he will hear us and do what we ask. Paraphrasing 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15. We know, too, that our prayer life is an exercise that continues to develop. More and more, as we feed our spirit from the Word of God, we will be in agreement with the Word of God. Our prayer life will not be self-centered, but it will be the type of prayer that will actually intercede for others. We're going to intercede for lost souls, lost family members, friends, co-workers, colleagues, those perhaps that even look to be our enemies, but yet we know they're not our real enemies. They are victims, just as we were before Jesus saved us. What we find is that now, once we have developed this pattern, the disciplines that we practice in our diet, in our exercise, and then in our rest. Now, our rest is not quitting. We're not retiring. All that we are looking at is that we have confidence in God's finished work. And so we can proclaim the victory that Jesus has over death, over hell, and over the grave. He is the victor, and we can go forth in his victory. So we want to be able to look at some of the things that are going to provide for our reward. And people would say, well, why would you think about doing this for a reward? But yet Jesus says that we are going to be rewarded for the works done in the body. We want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter 
into the joy of your reward. Now, when we recognize that all of the preparation, disciplines, the practicing that we have in exercise and prayer, in being able to rest confidently in his word, we then know that we are prepared to put on the whole armor of God. Why do we say at that point we are prepared? Because without the preparation, without the discipline, without the prayer exercise, without the nutrition of the daily feeding of our spirit by the word of God, we are not able to fight this foe. But with all of these disciplines, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. So let's talk about our weapons. Let's look at them as a means of being able to describe Jesus' use. We need to talk about the weapons in the way they are applied. There's never been a greater example of the use of our mighty weapons than that of Jesus himself facing and overcoming every temptation Satan could employ. His weapon is our weapon, the word of God. Every time he was tempted to sin and break his father's will, Jesus proclaimed three precious words. It is written. From the word of God, the son of God stated his position clearly. Now, do you think that Jesus had the power to far exceed any demand the devil had placed before him? He could have easily made bread out of stones, but he never tried to appease Satan or satisfy his demands. Why was he doing this? Jesus was showing us that we too can live above the temptations and snares of the devil if we know the word and will of God. He said, continue in my word and indeed be my disciples and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. John 8, 31 and 32. Stop right here and examine your own knowledge of God's word, his will for your life. Can you stand up against the wiles or the devices of the devil? Remember, you are no match for the enemy if you are not in shape and don't know your weapons. But also remember that he is no match for you when you know and employ God's word. First John 4, 4 says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Again, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or of our manly sinful nature, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Again, paraphrasing 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 5. The strongholds of the world are the armories of Satan. They are his strategic points and supply for all of his forces. Without them, he's helpless and he must flee. Remember, we are the aggressors. We are not retreating. Now, let us be better equipped to meet the enemy 
and witness God's power to defeat him on every stand. As we look at the whole armor of God, do you remember? We talked about David and his victory over the giant before we advanced to the front lines. Let's just have an inspection. Spread the armor out to be sure we have all we are supposed to have. The Bible gives us our inspection list in Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 13 through 18. We should have the helmet of salvation. We should have the girdle or the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, gospel shoes of peace, the shield of faith, sword of the spirit, and prayer in the spirit. You will notice that these are seven perfect parts of the armor and weaponry that God provides for all of his followers. Are we familiar with these seven perfect parts of God's holy armor? Richard will be right back in a moment to wrap up. But if you just joined us, you've been listening to Reflections on the Word with Richard K. You can hear this message in its entirety again online, as well as Richard's entire archive at talknetworkradio.com. We would like to acknowledge our theme song, How Great Is Thy Faithfulness, from the America's 25 Favorite Hymns album. Unless otherwise expressed, scriptures are read from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, which is published by Holman Bible Publishers in Nashville, Tennessee. Additional resources used for Reflections on the Word with Richard Kay include Great is Thy Faithfulness by Our Daily Bread and printed by Discovery House Publishers. Again, here is Richard to wrap up today's message. Let's look at the inspection for each one and learn its use in our warfare. We want to be able to see the reason for the armor. Remember we talked about there's one thing to know about your armor. There's another thing to use your armor. There's another thing to know your weapons, and there is yet still another to use your weapons. Helmet of salvation is a very important part of our armor. Why? It's the assurance that Jesus paid the price for our sins and restored us to fellowship with God. You can find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verses 17 through 21. The helmet protects the head, which contains our brain and controls all the functions of the body. It's the one place that Satan will try to gain entry or strike a blow with his weapons such as fear and doubt. He will also try to occupy the brain with unholy thoughts, which lead to unholy deeds. There's a label inside this helmet of salvation, and this is what it states. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know, have assurance, that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. 1 John 5.13 The girdle or the belt of truth surrounding ourselves with honesty toward God and man. Satan uses lies and deception. God shows the truth in open view. Knowing the truth sets us free to do God's will. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. 
the sword that we carry, the word of God, can rest securely on this belt of truth, for it alone is there to support the word. And there's the breastplate of righteousness, covering the heart with the right relationship with God. This is not our righteousness or an effort to be like God, but Jesus Christ, whom we put on, has made us to be the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. We are constantly being transformed into his image in obedience to his every command. Remember, because of the sacrifice Jesus made for us, we are righteous in God's sight. We are justified by faith as if we had never been out of fellowship with him. Our sins are completely washed away in his precious blood. We also know that as we look at this inspection, we have special shoes that will cover our feet. These are the gospel shoes of peace. Our feet are prepared to advance that good news of the victory of Jesus Christ over the devil. The shoes protect our feet from the rocks of discouragement and failure. They can enable us to move in any direction which our Lord commands. Everywhere they take us is left with the peace of God. They march us through the cities of impoverished souls and into the gates of glory. They leave permanent eternal prints, proving that God's army advanced on orders, defeated the enemy, and reclaimed God's property. There are three more parts of the armor and weaponry of God. We will cover those parts in tomorrow's segment. We know now that we are to take up the whole armor of God. We know that we need the whole armor to stand against the devices of the devil. And that is today's Reflection on the Word. Thank you, Richard. Join us again tomorrow when we continue with the next edition of Reflections on the Word with Richard K. For Richard and the entire team, this is Chuck Christie saying thanks for listening to this edition of Reflections on the Word. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.